Hello and welcome to our podcast about Brexit. Yes. Today I'm here with you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. That's nice to hear. Uh, so let's uh, get in on uh, today's topic. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, the Irish question to a no deal scenario, also called the backstop. And then we're going to talk about the idea of a second referendum for Brexit. Yes. So um, the backstop uh, is um, what we can call a temporary deal between the European Union and United Kingdom for the border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. It works as a, a safety net to avoid having a hard border in case Britain leave the European Union without a deal. So like a hard border is when uh, a border between two countries is regulated and guarded um, with tolls and tariffs to avoid compromising integrity. Yes, uh, and the solution they found was to have a sort of safety net through this temporary deal that they could uh, model a solution around. And if talks were to fail, then they could just fall back on the safety net and use that as a standard deal to keep relations uh, with Ireland very positive and trade between Northern Ireland and Ireland open. Yeah, as long as they get to a new solution. That's like the temporary solution. Yes. Until, that's like the keyword here, like until they will have a new resolution for it. Yes. It was to be used as sort of an emergency situational thing. If yeah. talks were to stop suddenly for whatever reason between the United Kingdom and the European Union. Because both options here is uh, potential. There's like two options. So there is basically like 50% chance that there needs to be, uh, the backstop needs to be used. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, as well, because they had the, a referendum for the Brexit. Um, but um, there was a lot of people that wanted a second referendum. And that was because of there was uh, claims by uh, multiple MPs. Um, for instance, uh, David Davis uh, claimed that if, uh, the, uh, if the United Kingdom were to exit the European Union, they, they could just send a negotiator that could fly, for example, directly to Berlin and break uh, their free trade deal with the German car industry. Um, but it showed out that uh, this turned out to be false. Um, amongst other claims, sh- showed out to be false as well. Uh, so therefore, a lot of people that belong to the third group, like there was one group voting for exiting the European Union, one group wanted to remain, and the third group was the ones that wanted to uh, exit European Union with a special deal. Um, In some way, we can uh, kind of look at it as the way Norway have a deal, not like completely, but there are similarities. Yes. Uh, Therefore, the third group could have another opinion uh, after the claims showed out to be false. So there, the group was like, it wasn't a small group. 
It yes. was kind of a split group because there was like in between, in the middle. Yes, it was hard to know who would uh, change their opinion when these facts were re revealed and there was no real studies conducted on it. <clears throat> uh, this is probably because there was a uh, Tory government or a Conservative government in the UK this entire time, which meant that uh, they were very hesitant on uh, using uh, more scientific ways of seeing if this group was large or if a new referendum would fail or not, because if they had a new referendum and failed, that would mean a lot of money and a lot of planning would have gone to waste, and the Conservatives are still on uh, the whole bandwagon of wanting to leave the EU. Uh, this all sort of culminated in protests in London, where several hundreds of thousands of people uh, wanted to vote for a second ref wanted a second referendum uh, for leaving the EU. Uh, but they ended up not having a second referendum. Yes. How come? Uh, as I said, it's because most likely because uh, the Conservatives feared um, that they might lose this new referendum. Uh, this is something that happens often in other elections as well, where uh, a state never wants to hold a vote where they might lose. Exactly. So uh, that's why there weren't a second uh, referendum. Uh, so uh, they ended up uh, voting for leaving. Yes, it was by a very small margin uh, where there was 51 point something percent of people that wanted to leave uh, and 48 percent something uh, people that wanted to stay. So that was approximately like a million people. Yes, a million people. Uh, and that was the whole reason why this third group, as you said, uh, was so important that if it was more than one million people that would change their minds over this time, that meant that they would potentially stay in the EU. Um, exactly. So instead of doing this other referendum, uh, and especially falling onto this deal, uh, or uh, what was it called again? Uh, the uh, New Deal? No, with the Ireland. Oh, the backstop? Yes, the, the temporary backstop. Uh, the Conservatives did not want the backstop uh, to go into effect. So instead, they, when negotiations started to break down, they instead said, let's just push this uh, a bit further down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, and the EU didn't like that. So negotiations stalled even further. Uh, and they really didn't want this uh, backstop to go through because it would mean the... Uh, national integrity of the UK would be uh, damaged in their eyes from free trade staying open with Ireland. Um, but mm. in the end, uh, of course, they managed to figure out a deal. Yeah, because there, the negotiation took a while because there was uh, some loss in the United Kingdom that, um, well, the... Uh, uh, the European Union's preferred, uh, uh, they, they had a suggestion that were not allowed by the laws in the United Kingdom. Yes. And uh, the United Kingdom uh, preferred a solution that weren't exactly after European Union's own regulations. Uh, so therefore they came out with this, uh, they kind of met in the middle 
uh, with uh, like uh, regulations, uh, yeah, compromise to a certain degree on this border between Ireland and Northern Ireland. Yes. So, what they ended up doing was uh, when goods uh, travel from Ireland or Northern Ireland to the other respective states, uh, they do not need to be checked uh, and they are not told or taxed. Um, but when they leave Northern Ireland and head to the UK, uh, all the goods that are traveling there are checked um, and potentially told if they are found to come from Ireland. Yeah. So uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Yes. Uh, next episode, we will uh, talk more about Brexit. Of course. Thanks for now. Bye. Goodbye.